It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the podcast that is all about intellectually immature nonsense. Are a very particular set of skills. <laughs> and by God, this is the BS. Uncensored. Yeah, here it is, episode fourteen. Of the BS Uncensored. Thanks for being here. Oh, my name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. That is me. There is a midlife crisis, Nelson. Hello. It's always funny, like, who follows us on the podcast, who listens to the radio show, <coughs> I don't, who's coughing in the background, oh all these different things that are going on. You Nelson. have a cough button, don't you? No, I don't think the studio has one. Oh. But she could see. turn away from the microphone. I do turn away. My my face is all the way over there to the carpet. You, you can't turn your microphone off at that control? No, no. I cannot. It does oh. not go off. You can press the off button as much as I want. No. Yep, yep, yep. Well, yep, well, then yep. they need to rewire yours. <clears throat> mine doesn't. Yep. But that's is that yours, though? Boom, boom, yours boom, is boom, to boom. the right. Yeah, mine's to the right. Don't you see my hand over here to the right? Yeah. To my right, your left. You, it, <gasps> you got one to your left? Yes. No. Yes. Where? Because you're on you're on a different microphone. You're turning the cough button off on the microphone next to you. Okay, he's turning that off right there next to him. That does not turn my mic off. I can I can actually right. mute mine. He can mute his. There's not another hit panel mute. over here next hit to mute. mine. Talk keep keep talking hit mute. Hit mute? Yeah, no, hit. see it's not working. Mute doesn't work. Yeah. Off doesn't work Our over shit's here. Shit's broke, dude. Seriously. Either way, cough somewhere else, please. Gosh. Thank you. Thank you for I'll your... just get up and cough outside. That's a good idea. Yeah, and I oh, will man. the next time. So I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk right out of here and go cough. When I say when you say outside, you mean? <clears throat> uh, yeah, outside. And the freezy cold. No, I mean outside of the <laughs> studio. <door>. Yeah, really? <laughs> Gosh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> At least you got a mute button. <laughs> you didn't hear that, did you? No, because you muted it. <laughs> gone <laughs> that's great mm. i wish i had it so nelson i uh, got a nose uh piercing mm-hmm. and his his right nose hole thing I did. it's a little fake diamond stud he thinks he looks great i love it nikki, and you think he looks great well I, I don't think he looks bad um nikki fucking hates it yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> it's awful fucking hates it. i don't because <laughs> she's the only one who can be pierced no i'm not the only one who can be pierced oh. you're no your nostrils are just large hold on and you're your hole is small. He, that's what she said. Thank you. That's <laughs> not after I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm gonna tear that hole up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! I think you might be on to something. Exactly. That was her thing. Yeah, she's like, I'm the only one on the show that can have piercings. Nobody else. Can. Well, let me tell you something, sweet cheeks. Back in the day. <laughs> Sweet cheeks. What are you going to tell me? (laughs) The kid had his ear pierced back in 93 to 95. Ooh, not an ear piercing. Everybody has that. Yeah, well, I don't anymore. I grew out of it. But I'm just saying, I had my football number made from a jeweler, and I had Fifo in my ear. Fifo. Okay. Yeah, how cool is that? It was not cool. Oh, but you can have yourself a, a, a hog ring in your lip. I can. And it's cool. It is. Has been. Everyone loves it. Look at all Nat Geo. <laughs> you are such a hater of me today. I see. I see how no, this you is just going made fun. No, you, you like I'm trying to have a conversation. You were you hate. cool because your your ears was pierced. Everybody does that. That's common. 
There you go, adding an S again. Everybody does not have what? He said he had his ear pierced. Yeah. Not ears. Ears. Well, I thought he got had both of them pierced. Mm, just the one. Can you this shoot time? a can you shoot a bow and arrow? I can. Yeah. Is that like Bing. your people with their lip piercings? Nope. Yeah, back in wherever. Nope. Land. Nope. Brazil. Rainforest. Africa. Africa. Well, Get I did it right. not. Well, he didn't say that. I didn't say that because I believe right. that's culturally. That's where it, my people came from. I'm talking Africa. I'm talking about not Brazil. I'm talking about your your piercing people. Mm-hmm. From I don't the, know those people from the from the tribe that no one has ever met before. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You're like Elf. You just left. <laughs> you went through the swirly twirly gumdrops. Come on, you can you can admit that that piercing in his nose is very small. It's small because it's the first uh, piece of jewelry. I'm going to get a real piece of jewelry after the swelling has gone down in the nostril. I didn't have to do that with my nose piercing. See, I that's what I believe. And and to be honest with you, like it does look like a shiny booger, right? It now. does. It's it does. too small. But okay. I, I I believe him. I think you got to start out with that yes. in, in order to like, it's like lubing up the bowl, right? Right. You got to lube it up before you stick I it in. I don't know yeah. anything about that. Yeah. Nothing about I that. Think you have to lick it before you stick it. No, 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 no. Yeah, you yeah, you it have to bump it before you grind it. Yeah. You guys are doing too much today. It's, right. it's, it's too early That's from the this. famous movie Booty Call. You have to I know what movie it's from. Thank okay. you. Bailey you, didn't. You have no, to. Did I, I, I did I, Well, I saw Booty Call 2. <laughs> <laughs> like Who was in that? Who was starring that? Uh, Booty Call 2? Uh-huh. Chris Rock's nephew. Oh. Yeah. What was his name? Wynesha. Okay. <laughs> you gave him a girl name. Yeah, we don't. We're, we 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 don't identify. We don't. It's it was called booty call. We don't identify. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no ID required. That's actually good. That was pretty no good. ID required. So I believe you. And you know, as we learned on the radio program, that is, it's a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. You openly admit that. Yeah. And we've now now having a midlife crisis, dude. Amongst our presence, which yes, is kind of neat. neat. My brother had texted me the other day when we were talking about this, and he said that uh, seven years, it's seven years you'll have a midlife crisis. Oh, God. So if it's starting now and you're 41, mm-hmm. it'll end at 48. You'll be my age uh, when you're done. Did what, he say why it lasts so long? He did not. Goodness he, gracious. He, he just said that uh, that's usually how long midlife crisis That's a long time. I need you to snap out of it before seven years, Nelson. That's too got, long. I've only got so much real estate that I can pierce on my face. Well, there's other things you can do. Continue to buy nice clothing like the uh, uh, middle school t- uh, shirt that you're wearing. Yeah. Just buy it in the right size. That's all I want I'm you to do. not buying 4X. I need to just lose the weight. This is me. Okay, but here's the thing. You're not going to lose weight anytime soon in the next couple months. Uh, buy the 4X so at least when you're buying your new clothes, you get your wear out of them. I got to tell you something. I'm going to be honest with you. I was honest with you about the nose right Go ahead. Shirt's a little snug. Uh, yeah, it's a 3X, and I'm a 4X body. His, his shirts are snug. His stomach falls out of the bottom of every shirt he Not has. Not of every shirt if I have. If he buys one more size up and get the right size, he will have nice new clothes that will fit him properly, and he will look like the distinguished gentleman that he is. Yeah. You can pull it. Like, look at Jelly Roll. You know, Jelly Roll, you guys that are- That man is in, like, 6X stuff. Yeah, but he looks- But he's wearing it. And he looks good, right? Yes. You know, what if, if you buy the right size shirt? You know what I said to my wife the other day? There was a uh, an African-American gentleman uh-huh. that was on the television program, and I said that if I ever have the opportunity to be reincarnated, mm-hmm. I would like to come back as an overweight African-American gentleman. Mm-hmm. And she so asked- easier to be. 
Why? She. Well, that's what she asked. She says, why? Because that's, that's the question. Why would you want to do that? Because larger black men pull off a fashion that no one else can pull off. Oh, my off. God. It's just next level. It, it, right? The, the Big black guys are some of the best looking dudes on the planet. Like that should night look. Yeah. You know, where you get that big jean jacket thing uh, or the jackets. I mean, it's. It, it, <laughs> if I were to dress like a, a black man of my size, I would look ridiculous. And that would not look ridiculous, though. You think that you would, but you wouldn't. Here, here's the problem. White fat guys can't pull off what black fat guys oh, can pull off. We don't have the swagger. It, well, it, it's something about the, the body build. It's something about the body type. I don't know what it is, but larger black guys have some type of, I don't know if it's built in or from the past, uh, muscle presence. Yep. Like mm. there's some kind of trap there, like their shoulders. <laughs> right. White guys, big fat white, like there's no, no muscle shoulders. at all. No nope. shoulders. But a lot of those black guys have those bills because once upon a time, they were in shape and then they got well, out of what, shape, but they keep the bill. I think if Nelson had it before he got out of shape, it might still be there. That but that's what I'm it. saying. Black guys keep that even they if they mm-hmm. don't work out. They do. And that's why if I get reincarnated, like I was once a big white dude. Like I was 254 pounds benching, you know, close to 400 squatting. I mean, I was a big dude. Oh, I, you had traps? I still have traps. Oh, you do? I, I ain't seen them. I'm wearing a sweater today. Oh, I'm yeah. saying when you didn't have on a sweater, I ain't seen them. I, I love traps, so I notice them. I've got traps, and I've got arms, and I've got you a chest. You have arms. I've seen those. And I've got a chest. I ain't seen that. It, I do. It's Okay. Anyway, that's not the point. It's not All right, me. go ahead. But what I'm saying is that, like, even there are certain clothes that I can't pull off. And, I, you know, and I'm not the smallest of guys. You know what I'm saying? What can't you pull off? I haven't seen you ever put on anything, and I was like, oh, that doesn't look good on you. Uh, half shirts. Why would you wear a half shirt? And I, there's not a black man anywhere wearing a half shirt. That's not true. Football um, players. What's that? Football players. Football players and gay men. That does gay not count. Guys, yes. Football gay, players. Gay football players. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get out of here. They play for the Buffalo. Do you know Bill? Mm. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do. Hey, it's that tush push. <laughs> Nelson already does not look as big as the weight that he throws out. So if he wore his clothes the right size, he would look great, believe it or not. No, I believe you. He would. Yeah. And you should be you should you stick to black. Yeah. Darker colors. I do dark colors. Yeah. And, and no slimmer. stripes. Sideways. I up know, and down. I know. Horizontal. I mean uh vertical. It's a crime that they make big guy clothing with like the horizontal. You know clothes. who's got really good big guy clothing for really cheap? I need jeans. Coles. Burlington. Yeah. I and Burlington. They have a big and tall section. So does Coles. Yep. That's where we get our son stuff at Coles, the, the big and tall. Mm-hmm. Caleb's the a big I'm boy. I'm not and tall. I'm just big. Well, you are tall. You're like 6'2". I'm 6'2", which doesn't qualify you for and tall clothing, for one. But I also have, like, I don't know, it's a weird body shape. Well, you know what you do when what? you go in there? Drop the T. Drop the T, yeah. So it's big and all. Big and all. <laughs> you know what you need to do when you go in there is you need to change your confidence level. You are having this midlife crisis that you need to get out of. So you feel good about your nose piercing. When you go in to buy your clothes, get that same whatever you're channeling with that nose and buy nicer clothes in the right size. The problem is I spent money on some clothes recently. Now there's no more clothes budget for a while. So this is what why, I Why don't we, we, Mm-hmm. Okay, for Christmas, mm-hmm. Nelson's Christmas prize, and I'm the I, I'm not the fa- I'm 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 not the fashionista. That's you. 
It is me. Okay, but I will go and I will split. Mm-hmm. Fitty, fitty. Okay. We'll go and dress him. Okay. And I'm we'll, down for that. And we'll split the cost. Let's keep it low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> you, you know, you dress him. I'll hang out. You know, I'll put a Gerber in, and and you know, and I'll, I'll do I'll pony up my share. Uh-huh. I just need some shirts. I got jeans to fit. And then we'll take them to Coles. How many pairs of jeans? Two. I got three pairs of jeans. Three. Yeah, you need at least. Well, I got two, two pairs more. of jeans, and I got a uh, two pairs of black pants. And he needs new sneakers. Because no, his, his feet are trying to, like, they're, help me. Did no. you get new ones because you busted that ball? Yeah, these are new sneakers. Oh, yeah, but okay. look, at, look out. You need wide sneakers. Look at that. Hello. Is it leaning? Yeah, he needs, like, OCs. He, oh, needs, okay. he needs some good oh, sneakers. Wait, you said keep it cheap, okay? OCs ain't cheap. No. They're not. I no. just got a pair. They are really. Oh, they're not cheap. I want so Nordstrom's <laughs> Nordstrom Rack. That's where you go get your OCs. You find it on a good day. You can get them for about sixty dollars cheaper. I need to go to Nordstrom Sack. You know what I mean? Like the rack ain't even low enough for me. I need to go way down low. Is that a joke? Like an sack, like scrum. yeah, not like Sacramento, like scrum. like a brown like paper sack. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh, I was thinking like a brown bag. Never mind. You should Nordstrom back that joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So anyway, Nelson's going through a midlife crisis. I, just, I didn't That's mean to, that on that. I, yeah. Well, I didn't mean to, I, I wasn't going to talk that long about it. You're fine. I think it's very important that people know about it. Yeah. Are you backing out of the eyebrow piercing? Because you gave us a whole setup about how you cut it off and you want to do whatever. Yeah, and, there wasn't really. But you didn't say, are you still going to go with Nelson and you both do it together? Because that's what I want to attend. Yeah, well, I, I, I talked to my wife about it, and she was not a fan, and she was very adamant about not me not getting it. Anything but, for the show. I know that's what you told her. Well, I, so here's the thing. As you well know, I wear the pants in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So um, the next couple days, I'm going to have some sit-downs with her and explain mm-hmm. to her <laughs> how this shit works. Okay. You know, like, I'm a man and you're not. <laughs> And <laughs> you might say something like this. You're a woman. Make me food. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't worry about it. I'll get back to you. My people okay. will talk to you. When, Let me know when when we're ready to go. But uh, she's got some growing pains to go. through. She's got to. She's got to go through it. She's getting a little snappy in her old age. Ooh. Oh, yeah. She's turning 40 soon and she doesn't want to hear it. And she's going to have to start, you know. Shopping at J. Jill and stuff like that, and she's just not accepting it. What is J. Jill? Heck is that? It's a store for like middle aged women to buy clothes. She's not shopping there. Yeah. My she, girl is still too fly for that. Uh, so I'll, I'll talk. I'll get it done. Oh, please. I'll get it done. Don't okay. worry about it. You know, she's got to know when and where. She's got to know her place. She, mm-hmm. Well, you got to, you got to. You have to live with her, so I'm not going to tell you to buck too hard, but I do think she understands anything for the show. So you got to do it because you said it. I, I, you know, I don't know if I've gone too far and, and I'm going to Matt Rife myself here. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Did you hear, yes. hear the joke yeah. that he did? Oh, yeah, I did. What did you think? It's just, it's a joke. It's a joke, right? I laughed at it. It wasn't like a great joke, but yeah. I laughed first. And I my rule has always been, if you laugh first, it's funny. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's funny to you or not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's. It's none of your business, right? It, what did he say? So you know who Matt Rife is, right? No, he's, he's that good-looking, like young comedian that's got popular on social media with his crowd work. And in oh, Wild, okay, he was on Wild Now. Okay, oh, yeah, he was on Wild Now. Yeah, and, but he's he's really he's a he's a big deal, right? Yeah. And he okay. just released a Netflix special. I think he's fucking hilarious. I like him. 
I think he is so good. And he's paid his dues. Mm-hmm. It's not like he just popped out of nowhere. Like the guy grinded and grinded. The only thing that makes him different is he's young, attractive, yes. and in great shape. He is yes. attractive. Ooh, ooh. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's got kind of that like urban swagger to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, on his Netflix special, he starts out by, he makes a domestic violence joke mm-hmm. about, and I forget the whole setup, but it was something like, you know, the, the, something about. Uh, he went somewhere fancy. Yeah, and the waitress had a black eye. And she's, he was like making a big deal out of, well, this is the face of your business. You're having her up front. Maybe you should have her back in the kitchen out of the, where other people can't see her. And then he said, well, I guess if she basically, if she was any good in the kitchen, she wouldn't have the black eye. She wouldn't eye. have the black eye. Oh. See, so it's like. Well, which, That's horrible. Yeah, but, right, it's like. And the cancel mob now wants to, well. If you're part of the, like, you, whether you find it funny or not, like, definitely the way we explain it, it's not going to be as funny as no. the way that, you know. He did, right. He did it. But it, it doesn't matter. Shut the fuck up. Right. It, it's none of your business. I could go through your life and do and, and name a million different things that probably would bother me. And are you going to change it? No, you're going to tell me to go fuck myself mm-hmm. because it's none of my business. And say so you go, well, Bailey, you idiot. He's in the public eye. He's a celebrity. It's on my television. You know what? You chose to fucking watch it. Right. Like, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Well, I did, and I did not know there was going to have domestic violence comedy. Well, surprise. You know what? Don't support the guy. Unfriend him. Unfollow him. Even send him a message and tell him of your disapproval in a nice, polite way that he would listen. Uh, and then move on with your life. But for these people that constantly just sit there and and just try to crush other people because they don't like something. And by the way, I've seen what you people look like. Your people have lousy lives. <laughs> like the people that are trying to, quote, unquote, cancel other people, yep. they stink. They don't wash their hair their clothes look like they got them off the set of Children of the Corn. <laughs> they are lonely, disgusting, miserable, book, miserable book reading fucks. And and I I know that like you're a certain type of person. And and I think also a lot of that community, whatever the hell you people are called, a lot of that community does it because it, they feel like they're going to be liked by someone. Mm-hmm. They've got no, they don't fit in anywhere. So they got to find a community to fit in on. Yes. You know, it's like, you know, that commune show that I was watching, I forget whatever it was. These are people that are lost in life, <laughs> that are looking for friends, that are looking for a community to be around. And then you quickly learn that socialism sucks. Right. And that having a community that's run by 50 different voices does not work. <laughs> right. <laughs> because that's not how human beings are set up. You know, we're animals. Look how animals tick. Right. There's always a leader of the pack. Right. That's just how things work. So it drives me nuts to see that stuff. And then he responded. You see how he responded? Yeah. Which is even Savage. better. Makes me like him even more. What did he say? He didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. He responded with a link to a website where you can buy a red helmet for disabled people. Basically, he said, <laughs> if you had a problem with the joke, here's where you can go and complain. Wow. He posted it to his social media. It is awesome. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. The only thing I didn't like out of the whole thing of all of it was when he first started getting the backlash, and then it was kind of like a, a limp-wristed response that he gave where he's like, well, I put this special out because uh, I, this one was for the boys, and I have too many, like, basically he was saying he had too many, like, female fans, and he didn't want to be known as just the, the guy who was the female comedian. 
And so I was like, just post the helmet link, man. That was funny. The this one was for the boys. That was, it was too so much. Soft. Yeah, it was just it. It didn't. It yeah. it wasn't funny. I mean, think about it though. Has there ever been that? Well, I'm sure there has. But can you think of a popular mainstream white, good-looking young comedian that has catered to women? Like that's kind of a Dane Cook would be the. I was, was going to say Dane Cook because he's been compared to him too. Well, because they're white and good-looking. Right. I mean, that's the comparison. Their humor is totally different. Yeah, I would say Dane Cook's the only one that sticks out. Right. I have no idea. He's just really good at crowd work. You know what I mean? And that's how he he blew up, essentially. Well, that and because of the social media stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, and and the crowd work's great because you don't know what you're going to get. None of it's planned. You know, the, the thing that hit the internet big for Matt Rife was the hot grandma. Well, that wasn't that was that, that did blow up, but the first that was in Iowa. Yeah, and he went back. Did you see that? Yeah, and then he went. So and she was there. So you have no idea what we're talking about, right? No yeah. clue. Well, okay, so None. I know I can see you start to do other work when you're not involved <laughs> in the conversation. So I need you to focus and try to learn and ask questions. But he, he, so there's this really good-looking blonde. Uh, he was at a show in Iowa, and you know he kind of does flirty things with women. She brought him cookies. Yeah, she brought him cookies, and he finds out she's a grandmother. He's like. What the fuck? He's like, you know, you want some of this? Yeah, something? she's like 45. You know, she's not, right, she's right, not right. old. But older than him. And her daughter's yeah. hot, too. Mm-hmm. And her daughter, he she wasn't there. So uh-huh. he FaceTimes the daughter. It's like, man, your mom's hot. Right. So you he's know, hitting on his on her yeah, mom. Yeah, like, you want a daddy? You know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And so uh, and so he goes back to Iowa. And, you know, it's a stand-up show. And he's got just a light on him. He can't see the crowd. And he's like, you know, last time I was here, there's this really hot grandmother. By any chance, is she here tonight? Uh-huh. And she's like, I'm right here. Five rows back. Wow. And the first time he went, he was in a comedy club. When he went back, he was basically in like, a, not quite an, an auditorium. Arena, an auditorium. Yeah, uh-huh. there you go. Yeah, he was, he was an, still close. So thousands of people were in there, whereas only maybe a couple hundred were there the first time. But you get those reels, you know, on Facebook, and as soon as you get any type of attention, uh, like it's, you know, on whatever website or something like that. Yeah, TikTok's where he blew up. And so when you watch it, what does the algorithm do? It feeds you more yeah. and more yep, of yep, that. The same thing. So like my like Facebook feeds, my Instagram, well, Instagram works a little bit differently, I think, mm-hmm. but it is. My Facebook feeds are filled with um with uh, Ian Bag, mm-hmm. uh Paul Verzi and Steve Byrne, all three friends of mine. Sure. But I'm also big fans of their 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 comedy. Uh-huh. Right. It also filled with Matt Rife now. Same. Because I saw a couple of his videos, and mm-hmm. now I see all of them, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, right mine's, mine's heavy on Segura. I've got a lot of Tom Segura. I get a, a little I, bit of Burt, more Tom. I get their podcast all the time. Uh, yeah, Two Bears, One Cave, I get that. I get a lot of Matt Rife. Mm-hmm. And he was on Fallon at one point, and he was talking about it. And the video that made him blow up, it's like Bailey had said earlier, you know, this guy's been grinding. And they've always said that an overnight success is 20 years in the making. Mm-hmm. But the video that he had that he blew up, it was um, a video about this woman who was bitching about how her EMT boyfriend didn't do enough, like, in her every day. Uh-huh. And so he was just shitting on her, basically, as he unfolded all of that. He wasn't going to post that. Oh. He was just sick of posting. He wasn't getting any traction, but he had already edited the video. So his buddy's like, you might as well. You've already edited it. And at that moment, it went viral, and then his career took off. That's how it always goes. It's just that you don't even want to do. Right. It's that one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at like Rogan. Rogan is is a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's a voice of, of people. 
and people love his podcast and uh, they love his guests, uh, so on and so forth. You know, Rogan was podcasting before podcasting was podcasting. Yes. I mean, he just had this, you know, if you watch the Comedy Store um, series on Showtime, uh, one of them's about Rogan because he was banned from the Comedy Store Mm -hmm. because of his fight with Carlos Mencia, who will be in studio with us on the radio show this week, which is, you know, he has no problem talking about that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, at the time, Mencia was the big deal. And yes. Rogan was not. Mm. And Rogan went up and accused him of ripping off jokes. And uh, with Mitzi Shore, who mm-hmm. had, you know owned the the comedy store, boots Rogan and bans him. But he had this like little internet show, and they, there's a comment on there that I thought was really really good. Um, was yeah, you know, his comedian friends were like, yeah, we go up there, and you know, he wanted us to talk on some internet show, or it was stupid. You know, and it's like, we're okay. We'll, uh, you know, we'll do it. That's fine. You know, so like it was no big deal at the time. Now he's got, you know, making hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Off the, and, it, and, and he, his big break, it's not necessarily he's great at what he does. You know, he's good, mm-hmm. but he's not great. He got his spot because right place, right time, right guest uh, during COVID pandemic, Trump, uh, Biden, and nobody, everybody was taking sides, and he split it in the middle. Yes. And it was really smart, whether on purpose or not. Mm-hmm. Really smart. He splits it down the middle where he goes, yeah, you know what? I like that guy on the right, but I got to tell you, the other guy on the right's a dick. Right. Nobody was talking like that. You know, it was either right or left. Yeah, and you were all in on one side. You were all in on one side. So, anyway. The cancel culture stuff, I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. I think for those that do it to other people, are the most uh, you have you are the most narcissistic, self indulge, um, people in that are out there. Yeah, because it's all about you, and that cancel culture will turn on you in a heartbeat. Yep. In a heartbeat, you know, and the, and and it just it, it drives me absolutely insane. Something else that I can't get enough of. The CM Punk stuff in my feed mm-hmm. after the other uh, last weekend with him coming back to WWE. Right. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I've watched that video probably thirty times, and I've never like I've never been this into wrestling since like the Rock stuff, uh-huh. the Attitude Era. It's like addicting, and like I said on the radio show earlier, it's bigger than just wrestling. Yeah, right. It's like people could learn from wrestling, a lot of stuff from wrestling. Right. That's, thank you. That's what mm-hmm. I've been trying to explain, especially new people in this business, right. is that become a fan of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Not because you care about the sweaty yeah. dudes in their underwear no. wrestling each other, but about how they do the storylines. It's the same thing I try to tell people in radio about Howard Stern. I say, you should be, you should be a student of Howard Stern. And all people hear is, I'm not Stern. I don't like that kind of radio. I don't, I'm not this, that, or the other. I said, I didn't say go copy Stern. I said, go watch what set him apart in the 90s. You can't do Stern's, Stern doesn't do Stern's content from the 90s anymore. But what he did was lay a roadmap for you to learn how to live your life larger than life on the air and make it relatable to other people. I was, uh, it was funny. I worked with a guy one time, not that long ago. And I agree with you. Uh-huh. And I would talk to a fellow co-worker about Howard. Uh-huh. And because I'm a fan. Same. And uh, and Private Parts, the movie in our industry, is um, like, it is to radio, or it should be to radio, 
as is Rounders is to a poker player. Exactly. It's it's the Bible, right? Yes. Because it's true. It's real. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter when it was made. It still happens today. Right. Just like in that movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember him saying, like, why does everybody talk about this guy? Like, who cares? Who gives a shit? Like, I, I'm me. I'm me. I'm me. I'm, I, I'm my own person. And that was the point he was trying to make. Like, I'm not, I don't need to be anybody else. I'm like, it's not about that. It's about studying greatness. Yes. And greatness is not in the eye of the beholder. Greatness is pretty black and white. When you make millions of dollars doing yes. something, you're pretty fucking good at it. The reason mm-hmm. why you're able to go on the radio and be me is because of him. Right. He cut through the, and now we're coming up on this, and the deep-voiced announcers. and uh, they, People were announcers, and that's it. Not personality. Not a personality at all. No, they would, they would, they would be reading off cue cards. Yes. I mean, not cue cards, but, co- you know. Copy. Copy. Right. You know, it'd be like, and today you will see me out at Joe's car lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why don't you come up and maybe you'll be lucky enough to get a picture with me and my new racer jacket. Exactly. That sounded good. <laughs> you could be old school. <laughs> yeah, but I will tell you that I do have a, I do have a love for... The old school boss jocks. <laughs> right, I do too. But like so Wolfman Jacks and stuff like uh-huh. that. It's yes. like, you know, it, and it, they, they got so popular just by talking up music. And I hate yeah. I hate playing music. Oh, right. Love music, hate playing it. Uh and it's you know, it's like, hey, and welcome back. It's it's the JB show here at nighttime, and I'm here to sleep in your bed. Right. <laughs> like there's something about the You gotta art have like form. something goofy. <laughs> yes. You know, they don't know what Broadway you're talking about, bill. but I like it. Hi, it's the Quiet Storm with the JB Smoothie. <laughs> I'm not smooth. I'm smoothie. smoothie. <laughs> JB Smoothie, and I'm here to walk you through with all your nighttime dreams with the best of R&B from today and tomorrow. <laughs> Let's start you off with a all-time favorite of mine. This is Stevie B. <laughs> there it is. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> Again. And then they'd always repeat them, like, what's happening? Again. Like, before they'd finish, they couldn't say their name. Again. This is JV Smoothie. And this is WSTH Radio. Right. <laughs> God. I, I love the Quiet Storm guy. Yes. I love the Quiet Storm guys too. That, <laughs> they have the best voice. That uh, big black guy, the bassy voice, uh-huh. just sexy as fuck. Like Barry White. Yes. Yeah, 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 love yeah, yeah. It. You know, you're having some problems tonight. I know, and I dig that. And they stretch some words. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> just picture me lying in that bed with you as we get groovy with a movie. <laughs> Here's Stevie B. <laughs> Somebody else. So much Stevie, Stevie B. B. We're, do- we're doing a Stevie V marathon. <laughs> Turn the radio off. I'll Stevie B with you all night. <laughs> <laughs> he made me so Oh my God. I'm going to find some kind of way to reach out to CBB. I'm going to have him on this show before you know who knows it's over him. with, I promise. You know who knows him? Who? And is actually fairly close with him. Who? Complex. No way. Yep. Really? I I was actually going to get him on 
You have got. Oh man, I ruined me. my bit. Oh, never mind. Screw it. Dang it. <laughs> fuck. What are you doing? <laughs> fuck. 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 Forget Goodness that. gracious. Yeah, I had a little thing. I totally forgot about it. <laughs> Shit. Stevie B, I cannot believe it. Stevie B with you all night. Stevie <laughs> B with you all night. You want a bit? It's wet. Yeah. Splash. <laughs> Things, and they rhymed, really. Like, yes. They rhymed everything. Was, the way those guys could come up with that stuff. Yeah. Why don't you come up for air? I think that's fair. We're going to, you know, I mean, it was like, God, you're good. Yes. You're really, I'm like, I'm hard right now. <laughs> I love this quiet and I'm story. straight, you know. It's like, but if I ever wanted to bang a dude, I want to bang you. You're right. You know? Um. Anyway, back to the CM Punk stuff. Mm-hmm. So the CM Punk stuff with the WWE and him returning back after, you know, almost 10 years is bigger than wrestling. You know, it's to like it, it shows you do what's best for business. Time does heal. Mm-hmm. And... It's all about the fans and not about you. And, you know, it, it takes time for people to realize that. Uh, and sometimes people don't realize that. Mm. You know, I know people in their 50s that don't realize that. You know, everything's a personal grudge. And, right. you know, and, and I'm, look, I'm a grudge guy. There's no doubt about it. And, and I, I've got tons of receipts for people. I see him punk said on Monday Night Raw. He's like, I got a, uh, or no, Randy Orton said, he's like, I got a bag of receipts for people. I thought that was a good line. You know, and I'm the same way. I got I got tons of receipts for people. But, you know, what? if you're smart, success is the ultimate receipt. I always say that. Mm-hmm. And if you can work with somebody, not use them, but work with them and make money and be successful, uh, then, then, then so be it. You know, I mean, I think a lot of uh, two peers right now are asking, would you ever work with Steve again? Absolutely. Like 110% I would. Every time you say that, it's just wild to me. You know, <laughs> I, 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 we'd have to get in a room, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. but see, he's not at that He's not at that level. He doesn't. He's one of those guys that doesn't see that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I always thought, I was like, God, when they fired us back in Atlanta, um, if I were iHeart or somebody, I, first no, of all. Why didn't somebody scoop you up? Yeah I, yeah. I mean, we had such huge ratings, and the show was so good, and it was something different in the market. I mean, one of the reasons for our uh, – downfall and failure in our ratings drop was there's no exposure to a radio station with a small signal because all they did was protect uh bert mm-hmm. and and which was the big show in atlanta uh the syndicated show but we started to beat him in different demographics and it wasn't personal because i like bert sure but it was it was happening they couldn't let that happen so they didn't they didn't you know there was any competition with his show. They're like, let's get iPads to give away. We've uh-huh. got to do billboards. <laughs> right. Holy shit. We got to do something. You know, like something happened with us. They're like, it must be because of the content. Whose fault is it? And then we, they started playing the 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 divide and conquer uh-huh. game yeah. and got in that dude's head, which is easy to do. Um, so, you know, it, it kind of sucks. But, you know, the CM Punk stuff, he's got heat with just about everybody in that company. Uh, Vince McMahon, the Triple H to Stephanie McMahon and, you know, to even current wrestlers on the roster. But he, he, he he's an original dude, and he's not phony baloney. Uh, if, if he is, he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. But he is, he's, a, he's an anomaly, right? He really is. He's an anomaly to the not just business but just in entertainment. Um, I think it's exciting. As a, now, as a wrestling fan, it's different, you know, also because you're like, wow, the product is like – it feels real. Mm-hmm. This, this, you know, very. Can't, you can't remember the last time the product felt real, like the Attitude Era days, which I guess arguably could be the best era, best generation of wrestling. It is. It it was 
it was real. It felt real, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the NWO stuff felt real, oh, right? That felt real. Mm-hmm. So, like, Hogan is the bad guy was incredible. I was there that night. That's wild. At the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach. That is wild. You, there's a small frame that if you pause your television, you see me in the upper left-hand corner wearing my Sigma Chi fraternity jersey. <laughs> yeah. Hogan comes out with the, the gold mustache still, but the, everything else is blacked out on his beard. Uh, mm. No, he did not. Not that night. Not that night? No, not that night. Oh, he, that was, he worked up to that. Because that was the turn. Oh, okay. Because he was coming out to save Sting and Macho Man. Oh, right. From Hall and Nash. And he came out. Oh, R.I.P. He came out and he gave the leg drop to Randy Savage. That's right. But Mean Gene Oakland gave me tickets to that show. Mm. And uh, we all knew the fourth member was going to be announced that night. And I ran into Scott Hall. We used to work out at the same gym, World's Gym in Oviedo, Florida, right the, down the street from UCF. And he was on the leg press machine. I'd see him in there all the time. I never, I never talked to him, but he was my favorite wrestler. Oh, he was the best. And you know, then I got to meet him, and then got to hang out with him because he and DDP so close. Mm-hmm. Then he l- moved in with DDP, and so like every Christmas, I'd see him at Dallas's Christmas party. I got a picture with him. Very cool. Anyway, um, so I go over to the squat or the leg press machine. He's wearing these shorty shorts and this tank top, and I said, I go, I go, Mr. I go, uh, Mr. Hall. <laughs> He goes, hey, yo. Right. Like, he's in character. He's like, hey, yo. Yeah. And I said, yes, sir. I'm sorry to bother your workout. I said, um, I was just curious if you could tell me who the fourth member is. is, <laughs> is, is gonna, yeah, third or fourth member like that. And he laughs. He goes, who do you think? And I said, personally, I think it's Yokozuna. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard in forever. And he goes, huh, no. I said, Bret Hart. Uh, good I No. Oh, heart would have I said, well, you know, Mean Gene's a friend of mine, and uh, he gave me tickets, so I'll be there. And he goes, well, you'll find out, yo. When you get back to my workout. Wow. wow. I was like, and I'm in college. I'm not like eight. <laughs> right, right. That's what's funny. That's what's funny. You know, so, anyway. All right. Well, let's uh, finish this up. So, uh, I guess uh, for the B- we're doing the BS Saves Christmas for the radio show in Sacramento, 98 Rock. Um, for our audience here in Sacramento, you hear it all the time, which is cool. And you're going to come out Friday, December 8th at Four Score Coffee House. It's in Roseville, and it's off of Lincoln Street. But I know a lot of BS2 peers from back in Georgia and even in Florida and some other s- states that caught on to the podcast have reached out to us on social media asking if they can help. And you got two questions I've gotten. Can you help? And can I get balls? Yes to both of those. <laughs> Oh, they get balls. Yeah, so I'm going uh I'm going to post on the event page for the BS Saves Christmas the address where you can send the scarves, the gift cards, um beanie sets. Yeah, all those type of things. Yeah, it's all listed up there. That it's you can safe. send them to us. And if you send them to us, first come, first serve, Rach, my wife, like she's done every year. Done the BS uh, the BS Christmas balls. Mm-hmm. She's making a bunch this year. We'll have a select amount that we will ship out to you. Wow, that is awfully wow. nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good on the Baileys. Well, you know, like I I, I want to keep our audience. You know, I want to keep mm-hmm. like I I I miss those guys and girls. You know, I I they were so good to me and us and the show and the and on the radio and on the podcast and the continued support. 
Like, it's the least that I feel I can do. So I'll pick up the tab to ship it out if you send stuff in and pick up the tab to ship it in. That's nice. All right. It's a good so, deal. So we'll get you that and hopefully get it to you for Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At Listen to the BS. Give us a like, share, follow on social. Uh, you can get this podcast uh, for free on our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show. If you have not subscribed, please do so. Nikki D, got anything? Uh, I still want to know about thanks. What's that mean? If you called out and reached out to the people that you're supposed to call over Thanksgiving break and tell them thank you. Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, no, I did not. Oh. Yeah. That's something you should have led with. Yeah, right. That would have been a great conversation. You waited till the end of the... Well, I didn't have my chance to talk. You guys wanted to talk about some other stuff that I didn't know about. Oh, it's we're fine. at that. We're at wow. that. You've always worked with that one person that it's doesn't fine. get their chance to talk. And here's what here's what we tell people like you mm-hmm. in the business is that is your microphone on? Yeah, it's on. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I'm just not rude. So that's 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 the response you get. That's that's a very neophyte thing to say. <laughs> but best of luck with it. Anyway, Nelson, what do you got? Uh, rest in peace, Razor Ramon. Yes, absolutely. All right. That's, uh, that's Scott Hall who we were talking about earlier. I'm sure. No, it's true. No, it really is. It really is. I just is. said I'm sure. Yeah, but I that's don't sure. know. I can't confirm what or not. Stevie, be sure. Well, see, if you were paying attention <laughs> and not typing over there, maybe you would have time to talk. <laughs> oh. I have to multitask. It's my life. But you can't. It's okay. You're not a multitasker. I am. I do it all the time, every day. Mm-hmm. Who was the comedian we were talking about? I, I didn't Good know talk. his Not name before chance. you were Thank talking you. about it, but I know he was on Wild and Out, and I know what he looks like, and I know he got a Netflix special. Thank you very you much. literally pulled up a tab on your computer with him, which Wait. is probably still up there. No, it's not. I took it down. Mm. Now. And you couldn't comment on it? On what? The comedian? I did. Continue. Said he looked hot. What about CM Punk? That's all you got? Hot? That's all I had. Well, no CM Punk? No. No, nothing. Nope. So if you don't know something... You just shut down. No, I just listened to what you guys were talking about. But you didn't have a chance to talk, you said. About what I asked about the Thanksgiving. You said, why didn't I lead with that? I didn't lead with that. I said, because you guys were talking about something else. I wasn't going to cut you off in the middle of what you were talking about. I say, uh, stop talking about that. Can you tell me, did you call people and say thank you? No, I just asked you that at the end. Well, you You're just, the one who made it a deal, not but, me. But before we got into the Matt Rife stuff, you got, I got to ask. I mean, we started with Nelson, and you were very energetic talking about Nelson's earring. Mm-hmm. Nose, nose ring. And then you shut down the ear one. when we got into stuff that you didn't know anything about. You could have thrown it in there. Okay. That would have been a great opportunity. Great conversation. By the way, no. Did not call any of those people. I wanted to know why. That's all. Just why, why I didn't why did. didn't call them? Yeah, I wanted to know if you did it and why you didn't if you did not. No, I did not. And the reason why is because if you would have reminded me, I would. Why do oh, I have wow. to remind you of something that you wanted to do? That's not what I said. Oh, good. That's not what I said. You said if I would have reminded you, you would. Yeah. I didn't say you had to, but if you would have. This was one of your life missions. You had a whole epiphany, but I needed to remind you. Do you know how many life missions I have that I've forgotten to do? A lot of missions. <gasps> huh? A lot of missions in life, you know? I've got a missionary. Yeah, right. Mission space. The guy who <laughs> writes all these notes, who's so organized, who has 500 calendars. It's wild. I don't have 500 calendars. Wild. So does that bother you I did not do that? It does. Oh, well, good. Then I want to continue not to do it. <laughs> think you should do it no well then i'm definitely not what i advised you on our last podcast and i think you should do it and it was great well i specifically now will not do it well don't 
And whoever's name that I said, you are not getting thanks for me. They're going to be sad. And I'm you know sure why? Told you know why I missed it? Why? Because I only checked 448 calendars. Right. It was on 449. Damn. Sad. <laughs> Such sad. sad. Like crying tears of sadness out of my face right now. <laughs> All right, look, uh, give us a like, share, follow, listen to the BS. Have a great, safe rest of your week. Uh, continue to pod- uh, download this podcast and also the radio show's podcast all in the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, where you get your podcast. Until next time, bye! Get off my lawn! It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support. Thebaileyshow.com Now, get out of here!